welcome back to the Scabea podcast. You're back, as per usual, with Jen, me, and Peter. Hello, that's me. That's Peter. Um, we've got an interesting episode for you today, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first half of the half of the episode will be, as per usual, catching each other up, letting each other know what we've been up to for the past week, and the second half, well, oh we'll Peter, find out. We've got a bit of a a bit of a special story of the psychedelic nature. <gasps> You'll have to follow along till the end to hear about that experience. Hear the <laughs> gossip. <laughs> All right, but let's first start with our Tell usual about your week. weekly catch-up. Yeah. Um, yeah, my week was pretty normal. I'm trying to think if I did anything super interesting aside from the story I'll be telling later. Um... I think it was just a pretty standard week for me, to be honest. Uh, I get, nothing really comes to mind that was super eventful for me. How about you? Nicole came back. Yeah, I guess that also did happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I don't know if that's, like, story worthy, but yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Nicole was away on holiday to France, and she had a pretty interesting holiday, from my understanding. Um, but that's more her story than mine to tell, I suppose. But um, so, so she had some kind of crazy holiday. She went to France and yeah, she came back. Um, what kind of yeah. crazy? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't know who's going to listen to this. So I'm not going <laughs> to say anything specific. Uh... But let's say that some some events happened during the holiday, which Nicole found somewhat strange. As far as how I'll put it, <gasps> I would spill the tea, but it's not my tea to spill. I Maybe in a future tea. episode, Nicole can bust tea. it out. <laughs> I want to hear the tea. Damn it. Okay. Well, Soz, guys, we've just got a juicier story to tell. Soz, lols. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went to London. Yeah, you've been traveling so much, dude. Like every day, you've been all over the place. Well, it's not every day, it's at the weekends. Because during the week, obviously, I'm working, so I'm not, mm, like, yeah, going out and seeing places. So, during the weekends, I'm like, well, where am I going to go? So, yeah. I decided to go to London. As I've mentioned before, I haven't been to London since I was, like, six or seven. So, I think I've mentioned this before also, but I'm really bad with trains. Like, I get quite bad anxiety on trains. Yeah, you mentioned that last week. I, I don't, maybe not on the podcast, but you mentioned it to I me I think I said week, it yeah. to you. But I don't, I'm, I mean, I have anxiety anyway, but for some reason, I just get really bad anxiety on trains and I hate going on them, but it's the only way up to London if, I mean, we could have driven, but I'm, I'm, it's London, you know? So we decided to take the train. I was sweating. It was 27 degrees. I was very hot, very uncomfortable. And um, you know what? It was fine. Because basically, I went straight from the station at the bottom of my road, and it was like an hour, an hour train to Victoria. That's not bad. Really good. So, I mean, it was fine, and the train was basically empty, so I was vibing. And I get there, and I'm like, it's London. (laughs) It's pretty big, isn't it, London? It's It's huge. It shocked me, like, when I got there, because obviously, for those of you who are only joining us now, I went to London a few months ago as well, and I was just amazed by how big everything was, like, especially coming from, like, you know, living in Groningen, which is a small town in the Netherlands. It's not like it's not a small town, but it's like, you know, by comparison. Like, like in the Netherlands, the the buildings are all one height, pretty much, and you're still relatively closed in, because there's a bunch of different roads you can go up. But in London, it's like massive roads, massive buildings, and you're kind of like, whoa, what the fuck? I mean, I'm pretty sure you could fit, like, in terms of population, the entire, like, province of Groningen, not even the city, in, like, one borough or, like, one neighborhood in London, pretty much, like, like one area, easily, comfortably, Uh which is crazy. (laughs) It's very, like, like, I don't know, I think that's, I think it's weird. Yeah, okay, it's somewhat unrelated. I'm sorry to cut off your story. It's just a, yeah, a quick a quick interjection. I was yesterday during my uh, my adventure, I, this thought came to my head, which I found quite interesting still, which is how like like places like Dublin, for example, or or even Amsterdam or 
you know, like these relatively well-known places, but like the population of them is really small in the grand scheme of things. We have to think about it. It's like what? How many people live in Dublin? Like, like a million, maybe tops, maybe less what? even than a million, right? No, got to be more than a mil. I'm not sure, honestly. Are you gonna Google? I wouldn't be too sure. I'll have a quick look. But and my like point there's, is, there's definitely more than a mil in Amsterdam. Dude, Dublin only has a population of five hundred thousand. What the? So, so my point that, that proves my point. I think Amsterdam is maybe a million tops, but I actually I don't even think Amsterdam's a million to be honest. Have now, a obviously, that's not including all of the surrounding areas, but. But uh, if you're talking about like Amsterdam, like as a, we're talking about the city. Amsterdam is eight hundred thousand, so that's okay. I mean, that's still a lot. Apparently, I think, it's actually smaller than Utrecht, which is. Strange. I think London is like sixteen mil. Yeah, it's something crazy like or that, maybe which makes more. so it makes sense why London is such a well-known place. But if you think about Dublin, and if you think about Amsterdam. Pretty much anyone in Europe will know where these places are. And yeah. pretty much anyone in America will have at least an idea of where... Okay, not pretty much anyone, but a lot of people will know. But it's a place that's actually, if you think about it... Again, you could fit both Dublin and Amsterdam comfortably in, like, one small area in London. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know, it, it was something that was a really weird thought to me. And also, like, like Iceland, for example. There's, like, less than a million people living in Iceland. Yeah, but, but everybody when, knows it. But it's when so was weird. the last time you heard someone going to Iceland? Pretty frequently. That's the thing. Shut like, people, go on, people no, go on holiday to Iceland all no, the time. No, they don't. Well, like, yeah, they do. They go camping. You see the Northern Lights and that kind of stuff. I mean, like, it's not, it's not, I'm not saying millions of people are streaming in from, like, flocks <laughs> of people. But my point is, people do go there. And I know people who have gone. But yeah. it's like, but again, it's like a couple hundred thousand people. Even like most of the Nordic countries only have like a couple million. But people like it, I don't know. It was just a really weird thought to me that like these, relatively speaking, tiny places, you know, are <laughs> my dog is like blasting. <laughs> you know what? Okay, so I'm gonna have I'm gonna say this now. There will be noises. I live in Brighton. There are seagulls, there are dogs, there are children. You're going to hear noises. I'm sorry if that annoys you. But unfortunately, I can't close the window because it's very hot. Consider it an environmental sound effect. <laughs> it's like white noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's ASMR. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, going off that point, when you think of Canada, like half of it's like no one lives there it's barren but it's like yeah. but again everyone knows where fucking canada is and and, and like comparatively it, it's it's just like like i know it's like it's like a stupid point that obviously everyone knows where canada is but my point is it's like these places it's like this that huge have, country but like if but like by comparison you know i don't know it's just a, it's just a wild a wild thought you know yeah. that occurred to me it's just weird i don't know i found it yeah, interesting no. but it's like these, these like small places that everyone knows yeah <laughs> anyways back to your london story <laughs> anyway so because i've basically got a trip planned to go like for the whole weekend in august at some point i didn't mm. want to go and like see all the touristy things mm, also because it wasn't open yet everything opened up on monday and to be honest no nothing's changed everyone's still wearing the mask all the time um but i thought they stopped that am i crazy they yeah, all the restrictions are dropped, but but like, everyone's still wearing the mask. Everyone's still wearing it because they're yeah. like, there's a second variant still going on. Yeah, there's the Delta like, variant. That's, yeah, that's popping off right now. Yeah, yeah, especially in the UK. So I don't know. Come on, Boris. This is now a political podcast. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> With our highly informed opinions <laughs> on political matters, <laughs> we know everything about everything. Um. But so I didn't want to like plan to do all these like super crazy activities. So we only plan to go to this golf place. I can't for the life of me remember what it's called, but it was really interesting. It was really clever. So you put your golf ball on the green <laughs> as you do. And then you don't, you know how traditionally when you play, it's your turn, the other person's turn, your turn mm-hmm. again. So it, you couldn't do that because the the actual floor like counted how many strokes you'd done. And then, like, puts on a screen. So then one person goes at a time. And it, like, tells you how many strokes you've done. And, like, I don't know why. It just, like, 
blew my fucking so, mind. So for context, this is like a mini golf place, I imagine. It's yeah, not like mini a full golf. golf. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, mini yeah, golf. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's interesting. So was it like indoors or was it like, yeah. like an outdoor thing? Well, here's the thing. So um, I went with a boy. <laughs> and um, <laughs> if you follow my Instagram, you would have seen all this anyway. Jen Dot Hobson. Um, <laughs> every time I just got to follow, please. Slide that in there. Um, and so we'd been walking around London all day and it was 28 degrees and it was very hot and we'd been there hours. So we get to this place and we expect it to be like any regular mini golf place where, you know, you're showing up and you're wearing very casual wear and it's whatever. Mm -hmm. We forgot we're in London. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone was dressed to the nines. Girls were wearing like tight skirts and heels to play mini golf. It was like this really like upscale place, and we were like weird. Where was that? Like, do you know like which area it was in? It was like close. It was on. Oh, I don't know. I was kind of drunk as well because we went to the pub before. We went to the pub before to play. (laughs) Dude, that's the way to do it, bro. (laughs) Like that makes it so much more fun. I don't know. Also, I was just like, I'm just gonna get on this train and fucking go. I don't know where I'm going. I think it was was like somewhere in London. Mm. It was something on Church Street. I don't know. It wasn't far from like the main events. Anyway, it was like close to the centerish, and I guess something kind of like that. Gotta be surely. (laughs) (laughs) I literally like because the guy I was with, he was just like, oh. Let's just get on the train. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's this way. Happy to follow. <laughs> no idea where I'm going. I'm like, oh, it's this way. It's like, no, that would actually take us up north. So let's not go that way. Um, but yeah, so it, I, I felt like very ugly. <laughs> like every, all of these girls are like typical British women fashion, like with their hair all done, fake tan. You know, they've got their tight dresses on and their heels and then I was there literally wearing like a baggy California like 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 what do you call it like a jersey shirt kind of thing mm. and then like these baggy ass shorts and my vans and my hair scraped up because it's greasy I'm sweating like it's just not a good look um and I hated myself and we were gonna like try find a nice pub in London but then after seeing that everyone else past 8 p.m. had dressed up, I was like, we got to go back well, to Brighton, man. I can't. We got to go, we gotta here, go back to the beach. We got to go out of here, man. <laughs> so I literally was like, I'm, let's get the train back because I can't. It looks like someone missed the dress code. We fucking did. So <laughs> like, like, there's nothing worse than feeling underdressed. Yeah, I mean, like, especially like when you're. When everybody, like, yeah, well, like, when, when everybody is, like, clearly, like, really trying, you're just there, like, fuck, <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's like, it's like, it, it kind of gives me, like, the, like, have you ever gone on holiday, and you're in, like, a relatively nice hotel, and you go for breakfast, right? And, like, usually I just wake up, and I just go in some sandals, some shorts, or whatever. Hell yeah. But then everybody else is, like, actually wearing, like, proper clothes, and you're sitting there in, like, shorts and sandals, and you're like, well... <laughs> Hmm. it's like i'm starting to realize i look like a seven-year-old boy on holiday mm. <laughs> exactly yeah so i get the pain <laughs> it was it it just like and when you don't feel good and it's hot and you're like eh, i just want to go home to be honest yeah, yeah. like have a shower go and chill just by the beach maybe relax yeah yeah something like that or just do something chill yeah, yeah. But, it's, but it was still fun i imagine right it was it was good um but I don't know. It's not necessarily my cup of tea. Like I was thinking, like, oh, would I live in London? No, really wouldn't. It's just it's too like upscale city. Well, I mean, it depends, I guess, where in London you go. Because like when I was there, we traveled to like pretty much all over the place, and like it really varies depending on area. Like like what the place is like. Yeah. Like Brixton, for example, is like super not upscale it's very like kind of artsy very kind of uh hipsterish almost Mm. um and i don't know if you got a chance to go to camden like camden market oh next time you're so so you're doing that week-long trip you have to go to camden i think you'd love camden it's like a really like chilled out place there's like food stalls it's like very artsy vibey it's really cool 
That sounds like sick. I think that's more your your kind of speed, I reckon, Camden. Definitely. But then I was just like, I could just go back to Brighton and get all of that there. Yeah, that's also true. But you definitely have to see it at least. It's a really yeah. unique place. Yeah. I think I'll go when it's like cooler, first of all. <laughs> like mm. it was just too hot when you're walking around and you're like just sticky and sweaty and you're like, I just want to go home. Um definitely when it's cooler and then i've got to make a list of where i'm going mm, yeah, i can't just know. show up and be like oh i'm gonna go here especially not in london like there's too many things to, to do you kind of have like yeah. you need to have some kind of rough idea of what you're gonna do at least mm. you know like at least some kind of like list of like the top sites and there are really cool things in london i will say but yeah living there i i think i think in london you can really find like a place to live that fits anybody any kind of walk of life depending on which area I mean, you yeah live. it is hu- it's huge it's gigantic i mean it's, like it's basically a country in a city it's a county yeah i mean like you could literally fit most of the netherlands or if not you could fit the whole... netherlands fit in london probably in terms of population close it would be close i think i think you could fit the whole country like physically yeah. okay well, i don't maybe i mean depending on what you want to count as london i guess i think I mean... county yeah, like like like, <laughs> like 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 the province, maybe, maybe, but population-wise, definitely, for sure. Definitely. Oh, easy. It'd be barren. It'd be, yeah. There'd be no one there. <laughs> it's like, like, where is everybody? <laughs> where are you at? Yeah. yeah. But overall, did you like it? Yeah. <laughs> like it was fine. But what was weird is that obviously I have pictures of me as a kid there, mm-hmm. and I've seen these pictures multiple times over the years so when we like popped up at buckingham palace literally because i saw a sign and was like oh shit it's right there so we popped up drunk hilarious by the way highly recommend doing it just prancing around a fucking palace a bit drunk it's great um and i like saw where i had a picture taken and i was like that's weird because i was i've been here before but i don't remember being here before but I've That's been wild. here before. How old were you? I was like six. Okay, so that was a long fucking time ago then. That yeah. was like, what, four, eight, uh, 16 yeah, years that, ago. Man. 16 six, years ago. 10 years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. Fuck, man. So much has happened. But I was just like, what's... It kind of freaks me, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I can get that. I can get that. It's Especially... also... It gave me a similar feeling. So my... A few weeks ago, I was asking my parents for my NHS number, see if they knew it. They didn't know it, by the way. Idiots. And um, and then they have this, like, baby folder, you know, where it's, like, all your important documents and stuff. And they're like, oh, we have your, um, your ultrasound. And I was like, there's, like, pictures of me in the womb. And I looked at them, and it really freaked me out. And I was like, that's me. Yeah, yeah. It like it messed with my head, and I'm not joking. I said at that picture for like three days, like just like, like what the you fuck like that was me, me, and now this is me. Like, yeah, like oh, it's wild. Like I I know what you mean though, especially just like with, with any picture. If you look at it, it's like it's so weird trying to imagine that existence versus like where you are now, like that moment yeah but in this moment it it just it blows my mind and it freaks me out because i think what are your like, earliest memories on this topic i have so many early, i have memories from like before nursery what's like the first one if you really think about your first memory ever um sitting in my nana's house in front of the tv and watching it raining outside because they had That's these wild. mirrors that had like crossing on the mirrors mm-hmm, on the, mm-hmm. not the mirrors the windows because, like, like, you know, like, that cottage metal framing yeah, on sure, windows. Sure, sure. It was that. And I remember sitting. And I didn't remember that thought until I was, like, 17. And I was staying at my grandparents just mm. before I moved to the Netherlands. And I was like, did you used to have, like, wires on the windows? And she was like, yeah. Like, when you were, like, a baby. Like, you were really young. How do you remember that? And I'm like, oh, fucking no. That's so crazy. <laughs> like, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my earliest wild. memory. I think I was, like, two or three. Isn't it? Like, like, it's weird to me in two ways. One, that we 
can't remember these things clearly at all because like it's like a blurry vision right basically like you don't have a clear understanding of what the context of that situation was like what happened before what happened after of course you know that moment maybe and what you saw but it's like and of course i understand obviously you were a baby your brain wasn't developed of course of course i get this been 16 years oh, much longer 16 years if you were a baby yeah, <laughs> like 20 like years 20 i guess years 22 yeah. um but it's like it's also weird to me that we couldn't remember that at all almost yeah you know like these kind of moments like why was my brain like that's an important memory you should yeah, keep that. why did it take that out my earliest memory that i can think of was it's just like all i can remember is like a like kind of rustic warmly lit like a like a like, a, like almost like a uh what was that called again like a fire inside a house what do you call that like like, like fire a fire pit yeah like a fireplace burning in the back it's like, Do you uh, like a fire in the house. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, a problem. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't tell you what it's called, but I can tell you who you should call the fire department. Shit. But um, I remember that, and I remember my uncle saying something to me, and then walking away. Like I can't remember what he said. But that's just it. I remember sitting on the floor. I was looking up. There's like a fireplace kind of thing in the in the in the corner. It's like the room is warmly lit. My uncle walks by. He says something and walks off. Like that's that's all I can remember. And I don't know where this was. It's, it's so weird. That is weird. It's just yeah. like, why, like, why is my brain like, yeah. You remember that one time you were sitting on the floor and you saw a fireplace? <laughs> a fire in the house? You know what? Because it's, because I was also sat on the floor in my first memory. <laughs> and just like looking at something. Like there must be, I remember when I first realized like I was alive. Do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. Like where you realize that, holy shit, I'm a conscious being oh my god that i'm alive you know mm. i don't remember the exact yeah. moment of kind of of kind of coming to that realization i can't say i could pick out an exact moment where i was like oh i'm a, a being <laughs> i think I, I was like seven or eight i think probably eight mm. and i was just like sat like in the living room and then i was like the, the, who put me what here like, <laughs> i'm like i'm like here dog like what, yeah. what the fuck i was like oh my god i'm like alive and like yeah. i've talked to other people about this feeling and they're like are you okay dog and i'm like i don't know <laughs> but like yeah i couldn't say i could point out the exact moment i knew i was alive the only thing i could really say is i could pick out points where i started developing the personality i have now and mm-hmm. i kind of was like developmental stages where you slowly form like step by step the basics of who you're going to be when you're an adult you know what I mean? Like that, like picking up those first interests, those first kind of, um, not mannerisms, but kind of attitudes, I guess. Like, like yeah. kind of how you act, like kind of how you are with other people. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was super social. Fuck, <laughs> what happened, That's dog? Shit. <laughs> no, you still are. You still are. I'm relatively social, but but like, I don't know. You know, I've been thinking a lot about, I don't think it was last week, but I think it was two weeks ago. You talked about how you went to go hang out with people and you kind of weren't included. Mm. Yeah, I think about that so often. Was it last week? Mm. And I I talked about it to a friend as well. I was like, oh, it's the worst, you know. But it's like, I I think I would say I'm social outside of situations like that. Where it's like, you know, where there's not even footing. Yeah, yeah. On like the social standings between people, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, I just find myself really thinking about my existence lately, and I don't know mm. if I'm on the verge of like an existential crisis, or if you're developing yourself into like the next stage of like exactly, blossoming. or if mm. I'm like leveling up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, I think I'm, it's probably more so that because you know I've moved, I'm out of like any school or educational system. I'm officially part of capitalism like the <laughs> yeah i guess so i, I am straight I mean, up way to put it, yeah. i'm i have a place i rent i have a job a nine to five job and i'm like what oh how the fuck did i get here in such a short amount of time too right i mean like what three years ago okay four roughly you were just starting university yeah right five years ago you were still in i want to say california yeah yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, that's a short amount of time for a lot of stuff to happen, especially when you consider the five years before that, you were still roughly doing the same thing, being a student yeah. and like a child, 
right? Just and now in these five years, you've transitioned from being a teenager to a young adult student to a young adult worker. Well, not a worker. But I'm you know called I mean? a young I mean. professional now. A young professional. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I went, to, to I went to a restaurant the other day, like a little pizza place. And they were like, oh, so we have these deals if you're like an NHS worker or um, a student. And I was like, oh, I'm actually not a student anymore. And she was like, oh, uh-huh. and then I was like, I'm not a student anymore. I'm not I a student anymore. Sick deals anymore dude. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but it was like with a student like card mm-hmm. in my inspired. So. Yeah. But, sad. I mean, like, yeah, like I can imagine that it must be like kind of a, a crazy time though in general. It's weird. And you know what? I was speaking to my mum, I think a couple of days ago, and she was like, oh, you're in the best time of your life. I remember being your age. You've got no real responsibility. Like, you don't have kids. You don't have a mortgage. Like, no, like, long-term responsibilities. I'm like, oh, this is just another waiting period until I get to the next period. Yeah, I mean, in a way it is. I mean, like, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call it a waiting period necessarily, though. But, I mean, she does kind of have a point in the sense that, you know, you are, for the vast majority of, like, you know, like, like, like to most extent, free to do what you want, pretty much. You've I'm got, not in got, any long-term commitments. No, I mean, you've got a relative degree of financial freedom because you have a job. Um, you have a job that you like doing. You're mm-hmm. living in a place you like to live and you've got a decent amount of time to do what you want to do outside of work as well. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's got a point in that sense, but I, I don't know. I do get what you mean, though, in terms of it being like a waiting, like, you know, a waiting situation because it's like, oh, what comes next? Then you're going to be in the middle part of your career where you're like really developing, you know, your <laughs> not, not your, your legacy yeah like, like where you're really like you know on your road you know like like now you're packing up you just packed in the <laughs> packed in the trunk whatever you're, you started driving you're still in your neighbor okay well not, i guess you've just left your neighbor but you're still in your town the next part is like leaving the town and kind of embarking on the journey of your this is a really weird metaphor i'm gonna right? like i'm gonna like <laughs> i'm gonna like lay in bed tonight like under the duvet just like freaking out like <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like it's exciting. I don't think it's a scary thing. I think it. I mean, okay, it is a scary thing, but yeah, like you said, I think it's. I think it's an exciting thing as much as it as as it is a scary thing. I think it's because I'm in the years that I looked. I looked forward to most when I was younger, Mm, and now you're there. And now I'm here. And even like I, I saw a TikTok today that was like, "Oh, what think about your life pre-pandemic versus now?" I'm like, oh. It's like a whole different life. Yeah, yeah. And that it's not even that long ago. Yeah. It's also wild how the pandemic hit kind of during this transitional phase in your life, which makes it even more profound, kind of like yeah, how crazy the difference is, right? Like in terms of time, obviously, because the pandemic has lasted, you know, what, a couple of years now? What, what, how long has it been? Like? Fuck, I'm terrible at this fucking pandemic. 600 days. <laughs> yeah, six, I was going to say 600 days? No. It's been no. like, what, 400 something, I remember. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But, you know, like a lot can happen apparently <laughs> in 400 days. Start a podcast, graduate university, move to, <laughs> move to another country, get a job. Yeah, Damn, it's that's gonna... a lot, man. I know it's gonna be a year since we started this podcast soon. Mm-hmm. That'll be in September, August. September. September we'll say September. Yeah. We said planning in August, but we'll say September. Yeah, yeah. It's easier. I mean, that's crazy. Wow, yeah. it's weird how the passage of time works. Which, uh, yeah, I think is a is a good part. It's a good point Segway. to depart into the into the psychedelic story because i think a lot of these themes actually really kind of came up during that journey so all right i i, I told myself i would make a disclaimer yeah. on the story which is that one i do not recommend that you do any any kind of drug at all <laughs> especially psychedelics and especially if they're illegal having said that the the psychedelic uh, material which i consumed yesterday was perfectly legal here in the Netherlands. You could purchase it at pretty much any reputable smart shop around the country. You were so, safe and responsible. Safe, very responsible, very careful. And it was not 
for fun purely, but more so because I was very curious about the kind of experience and the kind of effects it would have. And also a disclaimer for <laughs> for the gods of Spotify. Uh, this is not a advertisement or a uh, recommendation to do any kind of uh, substance, illegal or otherwise. Rather, I'm just trying to give what I hope would be a somewhat educational perspective on my experience, uh, you know, going through a trip with in quotation marks with psychedelics. So that's my disclaimer over. Uh, and I will begin with my story. So I'm not going to talk about anybody else who, who joined in or whatever, or what the, what the situation was. I'll be purely focusing on my perspective. Because it's all about you. It's all about me. And it's also all about privacy. I can't tell tell other people's stories on their behalf. No, but it was a, it was a really interesting experience. So uh, yeah. So the psychedelics we had yesterday were truffles, which are a, uh, basically it's kind of like, it's very similar to magic mushrooms. And I think just for the sake of, uh, Ease. I'm just going to call them shrooms or something. It, w- it wasn't actually shrooms. This is tech. Nope. Sorry for the car. <laughs> it's not technically shrooms, but uh, it's basically it's the roots, but it has a very similar effect. Um, so I'll just, I guess I'll just walk through start to finish, I guess. How about, experience. Well, why did you want to take them? Let's start there. I think, I think for me, it, like I mentioned, it wasn't necessarily about having fun for me like I didn't want to do it because like oh I'm just gonna get high you know whatever mm. have some fun like uh, I, I think that would be a, a relatively shallow way of looking at the experience and having said that it's not something I'm going to be doing frequently or maybe ever again maybe I will maybe not we'll see but I really just wanted to have a kind of I wanted to see what it would be like to have a almost third party or well, not third party but, but a third perspective on 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 life to see what it's kind of different it's kind of see what it feels like to be almost on like a different plane hmm, of existence yeah. like i wanted to see what that was like see i wanted things to see from a different lens exactly that's a better way of putting it uh, to kind of view things from a, in a different way and maybe see if i can get some meaning out of it that that was that was the point of it um and yeah i can definitely say i did because it was absolutely crazy for the first 30 minutes you don't really feel anything what I will say also from a, again, not a purely educational perspective, but more so from a personal experience, it comes with a good amount of nausea. And that I think is the biggest thing that would put me off from doing it again, is that like for the first two to three hours, I was extremely nauseous. Like Ugh. it was like, and like, it was kind of bad because I didn't know when it was going to end either, like yeah. the whole experience, you know, so I'm like, fuck, like, am I going to be sick this whole time? When is it going to end? So that was a bit rough, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't that nauseous after the first two hours, then it started to slowly get better. And then eventually it went away. And that's when like things really got pretty incredible. I'll say it was really a very profound experience. Again, not recommending you do it, but just my, my perspective. Um, yeah. How I think did the it biggest... feel? What did you well, see? What happened? Well, okay. So a lot of things. So basically, at some point, we went to the park, right? So this was about an hour, I would say, after after the effects had, after we had, like, you know, consumed it. And then the effects really started to kick in. Like, it took me a while. Uh, at first, I would, like, liken it to maybe, like, being a bit drunk or something like that. You know, that kind of that kind of feeling for the first hour. You're like, oh, I definitely had something. But so far, it's nothing crazy. It's not really making me feel that different aside from that. And, and up until that point, I was like, why would I do this? I'm feeling nauseous. And like, I'm not really getting a crazy experience. <laughs> I'm not it, enjoying you know? myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I really wasn't for the first two, three hours. I was really at first, I was like, I don't know if this is for me, man. I, I'm kind of like regretting my choices here. Um, anyways, we went to the park and I was still feeling very sick. But what I'll say is, is that it really changes how you look at everything, even the small details, because everything becomes kind of like a painting. I think it's the best way to put it, but like a living painting. So for example, we were looking, we were in the park. For those of you who don't know, uh, I live near Nordeplanstuen Park, which is, uh, you know, uh, like a long kind it's of li- park yeah. by water. It's huge. It's like, it takes you probably like half an hour to walk through the middle. 
yeah yeah exactly if you were to walk the length of it it would take you quite a while yeah, yeah. but um and it's already a pretty scenic place already quite beautiful but like when you're you know on psychedelics it's crazy it was a really weird 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 way to like experience it you know because like i said everything was kind of like a painting but a painting that was still alive it kind of felt like have you ever seen those like really really well done oil paintings right it's kind of like you take a step into that and the world is like alive it's kind of what it felt like i heard it's like um I've never done shrooms, but it's like, I heard it's like when you look at one of those optical illusions where it looks like things are moving in it, but you know they're mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that definitely happened. I had that more later, um, but but like it's those effects started kicking in. But what really stuck out was vibrancy. Like all the colors were just like popping out again, like an oil painting, like really strong colors from an oil painting pretty much that was the first thing i noticed i was really like wow what the fuck um then what the second thing i noticed is that it changes your perspective on people as well like you look at people in a different way they become kind of like yeah yeah it was super weird like i found myself questioning a lot kind of like when we were walking through the park because i would see people walking by minding their own business and i was in like i really found myself in like deep thought where i was like wow you know i'm it literally felt like I had traveled to like a different like world sort of. It was super weird because these people were just like living their normal lives, walking around and whatever. And it, it was interesting. And, and I would see that and I would just question like, oh man, like, you know, it's weird to think that you could kind of exist not feeling in this way and they're yeah. just having their normal lives. And here I am like on this totally different planet. And yet I see them walking past me. I don't yeah. know if that makes any sense, but it was like. I kind of know what you mean. It was just like, I found I found myself questioning that a lot as we were walking through. Anyways, I won't stick on the park park too much, but it was really, everything was beautiful. And like, it was very like, uh, relaxing as well. Like you felt like waves of like relaxation, like your muscles. Oh. It felt it felt kind of like you exercised that day. And then, you know, when you go to lie down in bed and like, you just like, oh, and, but, yeah, but yeah. It, you didn't have to be in bed. You could be anywhere. You could be like, we were sitting on the stairs in the park. Uh, on like a metal bench outside my house and you would just sink into it and like it felt kind of like you know uh, it felt literally like you you could have you might as well have been sitting in like a like a massage chair pretty much Uh, but again at this point I was still sick so I was like okay like I don't know what to do do I want to be outside do I want to be inside the house Mm. I wasn't freaking out because I knew that all the effects would pass and you know I knew that it was just a shroom whatever it was making me feel weird What, what I'll say is you're still very like aware of yourself and you're very much still in control like, it's mm. not like you're totally delirious, whatever. Like, you're still very much, you know, uh, what's, the, what's the word? Like, very conscious. Like, conscious, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're still very conscious. So, it's not it's not that, which is nice. Um, and then, eventually, we went home. And then, I was still feeling sick. And I was like, oh, fuck. Is it, am I just going to be like... And I, I kept checking the time, right? Time was, I think, the biggest thing, which I took away from the whole experience. Um, time would pass super weird. So, for example... Some people from the group went on a walk, right? And and I was like, okay, today is today left. And it felt like three hours had passed, right? And I checked yeah. the phone and it had been 10 minutes. And I was like, and I couldn't believe it. I actually checked the phone several times to make sure I wasn't just like imagining things. But it was actually, it had only been 10 minutes. And I couldn't believe it because I felt like so much stuff had happened in that time. Yeah. And I couldn't quite. But in reality, it was just 10 minutes, you know? It's super <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah. It was super, I've super I've heard that weird. a lot, actually. Like, people yeah. just being like, you just lose track of time completely. And, like, both in the sense that it goes by really quick and really mm-hmm. slow. Mm-hmm. And it would be without warning. So suddenly an hour would pass in what felt like five minutes, maybe, you know? And, yeah, I would say for me personally, the peak of the whole thing was about, like, three hours in. Uh, we were listening to music on the TV and we were looking at the cover art of the TV and the cover art would just come alive and it would start moving and changing colors and like popping in and out of the screen almost. And then suddenly the things around the TV would start moving as well. That's mad. Uh, like, yeah, it's like, and at that point the nausea was gone and the, and the relaxing was just there. And you were just having these like really fascinating conversations while like all of these weird things were happening around you. Um, 
And for me, that was the highlight of the whole thing. Like up until then, I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to do this again. I don't like it. It's just like, I feel a bit sick. I feel a bit out of it. It's kind of, I don't know when this is going to end. It's really strong. Mm. And then at that point, it's like, wow, this is really like, it changes how you look at things, really. And that's and that's kind of what I wanted to take out of it, you know. Uh, yeah. and, that's what, and that's what I wanted to get out of it. Um, a new perspective. Yeah, exactly. A new perspective on things. Um, and yeah, and then slowly the effects wore off. And then eventually, it, 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 towards the end, it kind of feels like, like smoking a joint or something. And then like maybe two hours after that. So like you're kind of coming on to come down. You're kind of relaxing. You're very sober. You sober up fast. It's quick. It's like you sober up literally within, I don't know, 20 minutes. Like 20 minutes ago, you were like, you know, like, what the fuck? And then 20 minutes later, you're basically back to normal. Mm. Uh, And the nice thing for those of you who are interested in doing something like this, again, not recommending it, but uh, it's actually a lot less toxic than other drugs such as alcohol, uh, weed, cigarettes, you name it. Looks, uh, it's like supernatural. Yeah, it's just, it's literally just like really thing. natural. I'm not saying yeah. like it's supernatural. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, out of will. Like, like, like it. your body is like it's really natural, very well designed to take care of it. And to, again, I'm not recommending it, but uh, just something to consider. Um, yeah, yeah, it also helped that we had some experienced people uh, who are with us who had done it before and they kind of walked us through it and told us what you need to do if you're feeling in a certain way, what's normal, you know. That's really like good. Kind of, it was yeah, that was a very important part of it as well. Yeah. Um, but on the whole, uh, I'm not going to ramble too long for it on it because I can imagine just hearing the story, like going into the details, would probably drive people crazy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. I think I got out of it what I wanted to, which was a different perspective on things. Again, it's not. This is not like a recreational thing, right? You don't do it purely from. In my opinion, I wouldn't want to do this just for fun. I wouldn't yeah. be like, oh, fuck, I'm going to do some shrooms or something. Like, for me personally, for me, it would be like, okay, I want to kind of see things from a different perspective. I want to kind of step out of what's normal for me for a mm-hmm. while, experience the world in a different way, and come back and reflect on it. That's that, that's kind of what I wanted to do, and that's what I got out of it, I think. And, yeah, it was really a fascinating experience. Good. Yeah. I think from, like, what you said, I can tell it's not a drug that would be for me. I yeah. think I'd freak out as soon as I started seeing things were changing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And that's like, I'm not saying obviously that, oh, don't do drugs. Like, do we want? Some drugs are for certain type of people. Mm-hmm. Others are just like, if people aren't going to get along with it, you know? It's yeah, like how sure. a lot of people, like when they smoke weed, they feel more anxious, whereas mm-hmm. I feel more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It's just, it's it varies person to person, but... I think that would freak me out, like, mm-hmm, what you mm-hmm. experience. Like, you said at one point, I know you said to me off the podcast that you started seeing midgets. Yeah, so, so yeah, I won't call them midgets for the sake of the, for the, for the podcast. But, I, like, I started seeing, like, like I said, you started seeing people differently as well. And there were times, and again, again, keep in mind, it's like it's almost like you're living in like a cartoon or like a painting or something, right? Right. And and like people, I started seeing these people who probably in reality were just mildly short or something like that. But when I was sitting down, I genuinely thought that, like, to, to say that they were like like small people is not even accurate. Like to me, they could have been like the size of like a small dog or something when they were like walking by. What and then the? and then they walked by and I had this audit because obviously that's a hallucination, right? That's not what it was yeah. like. But when they walked by, I also heard them speaking in really high pitched voices. Wow. So then yeah, so then I almost started laughing with them. But then like I, I started asking people and I was like, You guys are seeing this, right? <laughs> and they're like, No, they're just like maybe mildly short. And I'm like, No, dude, they're tiny. Like this is not normal. It's weird. <laughs> like it wasn't like a frightening experience necessarily. It was just like it really felt like like the the phrase you know like taking a spaceship somewhere or whatever yeah you know like or like like or you know magic or something like that is really accurate because it, it does describe what it feels like it feels like yeah. you're going to like another world almost it was super weird i just wonder how well <laughs> reflectively like i wonder how we like looked <laughs> you know imagine you're just like eyes wide like looking I'm just like, I'm just like, look at these small people and they're like walking by they're like <laughs> What the fuck? Like, what did that guy just? I'm sure they didn't hear me, but like, I'm five three, not short. <laughs> yeah, it was just, oh. man, it was. That's weird. But but like you said, uh, you know, 
I think the most important thing for this, for if you're ever considering something like this, is to do extensive research into what would work with you. You know, uh, these kind of things are not good if you have a history of uh, anxiety, not specifically, but more so like uh, personality disorders. So like a, if you're like a schizophrenic or something like that, it's not recommended for you, mm. right? Because there are obviously risks of all of these things, which is why, but as there is with every drug, to be real. I mean, with alcohol, with weed, like you mentioned, you know, there's always risks. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that's important as a takeaway is to be very aware of what you're doing. Uh, go with someone who's done it before, who's experienced. Definitely. That is uh, such a big thing. Like Someone who could tell you beforehand, someone who knows yeah. what to do if things go wrong. Because yeah. like the people we did it with, they had everything you needed if something went wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the, like they had like, for example, sugary snacks will help bring the high down stuff like that so if it's too much you can have some sugary stuff they had some other stuff as well to help uh they were prepared for the aftermath they were prepared to walk you through the process going into it someone who knows what dosages and people and also very important you have to do it with people you trust you can't just do yeah. this with random people you need yeah. to be really comfortable around the people you're with you need to know them well um and trust that and trust both you know for just your general safety but also just for yourself because if you go into it confident, if you go into it willing to have a good time, feeling safe, feeling protected, then you're going to have an infinitely better experience. Again, I'm saying this like I'm some kind of experienced guy here. I'm not. This is my first time. But like, but, you know, if someone like hears your experience and we don't say this and they're like, oh, yeah, well, just me and my friend who both have never done it before. We'll try it. We'll it's just like, do it. No, no, don't do that. I would not. <laughs> I highly would suggest against that because yeah. have we done it for the first time? It wasn't scary, but I can imagine if I wasn't around people I knew, if I wasn't around, I wasn't in like a safe environment that it could probably be pretty scary, mm. and, you know, and you don't want to have a bad trip and have things go wrong. And also yeah. time works differently. What feel, like I said, what, what felt like three hours was 10 minutes. So you could feel like you're in the trip for way longer than you actually are. So, <clears throat> so yeah. highly recommend also something we did, we set a timer to begin with so that we could keep track of exactly when we started. Yeah. Which, um, and to see how long it lasted, that was another good thing. Um, but yeah, uh, my main takeaway is, would I do it again? Maybe. Uh, I definitely definitely want to give it months from now before I try that again because it was, you know, like <laughs> like I said, this is not like something. It's not it's, it's not something like getting home from work and having a beer or something like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that's not that's not the situation. It's a psychedelic, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's stuff to your brain you got to so. take it seriously but, but yeah. again you know uh yeah but what i recommend it okay i can't recommend anything but um <laughs> but what i personally do it again maybe i'd have to see and again i'd have to be with the right people so make sure you know what you're doing make sure you mm -hmm. know the people you do it with and if you feel nervous about it you feel like it's not right for you it's probably don't not do right it. for you don't just do don't it. do it just do it. If you have any doubts about it, if you're not comfortable with something, never do anything that you're not comfortable it's with. It's not worth it, you know? Like Because even if the drug would, would affect you perfectly fine, if you're nervous about it going in and you're super anxious and you're super scared, that's going to give you a negative experience as well. So you just have Absolutely. to be comfortable, be, uh, you know, ready for it, I guess, and be, you know, genuinely willing to do it and genuinely make sure that it's something that you want. Because if it's not, then, you know, don't do it. Hell yeah. PSA of the week. Yeah. If you're going to do drugs, do them responsibly. <laughs> yeah, no, really, bro. Like, it's a but, stupid yeah. message, but it's the truth. Like, you I know, mean, yeah. be responsible. Like, this whole, like, don't do drugs thing is, like, it's just making people want to do ridiculous. it more. Yeah, no, I mean, like, obviously, I'm pro-drugs. Obviously, right? Like, I mean, that'd be a bit of a hypocrite if I was here. Like, I'm pro-choice. <laughs> yeah, of course, also. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, drugs-wise, like, if you want to do them, do them. If you don't want to do them, that's your choice. Yeah, exactly. Just be pro-choice in everything that you do. At the end of the day, it's your body. Uh, you it's your know, body, your you choice. You choose what you want to do with it. Uh, just be aware of what you're doing. Yes. That's my, my ultimate takeaway. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's great. I think it's great that you tried it. Um, it was good that you'd obviously done your research as well. Yeah, of course. I mean, like, like the thing is also, I didn't, uh, I guess, for like the last clarifying note on this whole thing, is that like, I didn't just decide to do this. Like one day, I was like, oh, just oh yeah, we'd, we'd even spoken about doing it. Yeah. And I was like, I, mean, I like, don't like, think I want to. Like, like I've been fine. planning and thinking about it and looking into it and looking into what you can expect for months now a long time 
Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, it's something that I really wanted to experience at least once to see what it was like. Um, And I'm glad I did. I am glad I did it. I think otherwise I would have missed out on it. And I think I do imagine that if I do it again, having done it once, I think I'll be a lot more secure in the whole experience. I know what to expect. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Plan appropriately and make sure you know the risks <laughs> and the benefits of course and the benefits oh yeah i've you know what though just to scare people a bit i knew someone who used to do like shrooms too often mm-hmm. and it, um he had like a history in his family of schizophrenia mm-hmm. and it you know mm-hmm. it triggered it and uh, yeah. now he's like off the rails a little yeah. bit and that can absolutely happen, which is why, like I said, you have to be careful. You have to know your family history. You have to know what, what you're at risk to, you know. Um, yeah, absolutely. If you're, like you said, schizophrenic or anything like that, then probably not a great idea. Maybe uh, skip out. Yeah. It's not something that everyone has to do. No, absolutely not. Nor is it something so... that I recommend everyone do, does. Um, mm. But, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was this week's episode yeah it it's sure about was. going to london and a drug trip yeah i guess we we, we both went on different trips i guess trips of different sure varieties did. you know what yeah. it was really funny because yesterday i was sat at the beach and i did a little basic white girl boomerang <laughs> for the waves coming in and out and i just get a message from peter saying dude like this tripped me out yeah, like i'm dude. on shrooms it really right did because like like, like, I, like I said like, it's a picture or video yeah but for real like you like literally i looked at it for a while and i'm like this is a video right this has to be like a video or something like that because like like i said things fucking move so it's very well could have just been a picture i don't know uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so funny yeah that's great <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny anything else to add um no, I mean, yeah, I hope you found the story somewhat interesting, or at least if you were considering doing something like that, it may hopefully provided a bit of context to what it's like, to what you can expect. If uh, you have your own experience with it, I'd love to hear Absolutely it. Absolutely, sure. Because everyone experiences it differently. So definitely mm-hmm. send us a message on Instagram at This Could Be a Podcast and let us know what happened. I'd yeah, love to dude. know. Tell Sounds us about great. it. Let yeah, me know. Dude. That'd be awesome, dude. If we could get some responsive people telling us these kind of yeah. stories, that'd be really nice. That'd be so, yeah. sick. Yeah. So Obviously, we that. would tell it anonymously, of course. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. We'd figure it out, of course. Your privacy wouldn't be sick. But yeah, of course. We trust us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Really hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>